Greetings, students, and welcome to another fun-filled day here at Horror in the Halls. <laughs> What's up, kids, and welcome to Horror in the Halls. I'm Bob, a.k.a. Mr. Holland. And I'm Jenny, a.k.a. Mrs. Hill. And we're just two high school teachers talking about the spooky stuff we love. March is Horror Hijinks Month here in the Halls, where we're going to celebrate all things horror comedy. And in this week's lesson, our luck just ran out, legitimately, <laughs> as we discussed 1993's Leprechaun. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's all I got to say about this movie. This wow. is a big sigh for me. <laughs> like a cartoon uh, lisa <laughs> um, it's not it's not my favorite no 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 not let's, even close let's get to the deets and then we can talk all about it <laughs> so yeah leprechaun 1993 released in january of 93 runtime whole 92 minutes and i'll never get back no uh, it felt like it was so much longer too <laughs> it was written and directed by mark jones it was his first it's his directorial debut i guess his first feature film um fortunate he's done some other things like i said he directed another movie about a fairy tale short person he did rumpelstiltskin something okay. called quiet kill triloquist and scorned i've only ever heard of leprechaun out of all those he did leprechaun one and two but he only directed the first one. Uh, it was distributed by Trimark, which was a huge like production company in the 90s for like this type of film. And they'll become important later as to why I even brought them up. Uh, cinematography was by Levy Isaacs. And he's he's done some pretty cool things like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation, which is like my all-time most hated Texas Chainsaw Massacre film. <laughs> it's freaking terrible. It's one with Matthew McConaughey in it. And, uh, oh, okay. Uh, what's the girl's name? Crap. She was in- Jessica uh, Biel. No, she's in Bridget Jones' Diary. Who is that? Oh, oh, I can't remember it. Uh, Zellweger. Uh, yeah, Renee Zellweger or something like that. There you go. She, she's mm -hmm. in it too. Horrid. It's not good. People love it. I don't I'm gonna say why. the Jessica Bill one was good. Is that not the same one? No, it's later on. This, these are like one of the early ones. Oh, it's okay, like the gotcha. fourth one. It's back in the day. Uh, he also did the Dentist, which I love. The Dentist, uh, Maniac Cop, The Giver, which I also liked because it was like weird sci-fi horror in the 80s. We may have to or 90s. We we'll have to do that one later. And then Children of the Corn too. I know none of those movies are good either. But, yeah, they're uh, so bad. It kind of some of these movies kind of gives you like a good lens into his like his eye with the camera. So it, it kind of I understand. I can see it now that I know it was him who did this movie. Um, let's see. Special effects by Gabriel Bartolos. Bartolos. I probably said that wrong. Sorry. And we'll uh, I'll get more into him in a minute. The strange thing was though, and I think this is because of Jennifer Aniston alone. The budget was only one million dollars as you can tell from the quality of this film. But yeah. the box office was 8.6, so it made money. Dang. And that explains why there's eight of them in the franchise. Yes, that's so many. My man has been to Hood and Space. <laughs> yeah. He went to the Hood twice. <laughs> Ridiculous. I um, need to watch that one. Oh, it's terrible. He says his one liners care. in that are hilarious. Like he's like, "Ooh, a friend with weeds, a friend indeed," and he's just like, ridiculous. "Oh my gosh, I love yeah. that so much." He's just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> twenty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes Ooh. with a thirty-two audience score. That's it. Which is, I think, that's generous. <laughs> it's generous, uh, right? Two point four on Letterboxd, and as you know, Jenny was telling me before we started, there were some people. You know who you are. Who gave this movie a five out of five? <laughs> And I'm just like, were you drunk when you reviewed this movie or <laughs> yes, probably <laughs> on drugs? Like what? Um, oh no. I think two, about 2.4 is right on the money for this film. Uh, it's like a one out of five for me, dog. hundred percent. I mean, the plot. <laughs> I can't do this movie at all. It's terrible. So I'll give you the plot real quick. Cause it's, you could tell it was during, it was the most nineties movie ever. A horrific leprechaun goes on a rampage after his precious bag of gold coins is stolen. Uses all of his magical destructive powers to trick, terrorize, and kill anyone who was unlucky enough to hinder his relentless search. Wow. Oh my God. Which wow. is not all, it's not true all the way through. So I'm going to have to like explain that yeah. later. Because he does go after people that do, did not have anything to do with. He just kills whoever. I know, it make right? Any sense. Yeah. It's like, hey, it doesn't oh, make you, sense. You looked at me. You're going to die. That's all. So I will say the saving grace of this movie for me. As it it has Warwick Davis in it, 
and I super love Warwick Davis. Oh yeah, he's like he's great. One of the nicest people I've ever met in my entire life. I wanted to ask if I could hold him like a baby, and Aaron told me that would be insensitive, and I should. I better not. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> but I was like, I don't want to be like, hey, you're a baby. Can I just you know? I just wanted to hold Warwick Davis because I love him. I mean, I, I, lo- I love. <laughs> you just him. want to pick him Seriously. up and give him. I a really squeeze. do. I can just give you a hug. Let's give you a little squeeze. We'll squeeze them because Willow. Let's see. I was six when Willow came out, oh so like gosh, I watched I that at Willow. a super impressionable time, like for me and like early things I liked. And Willow is one of my favorite all time movies. It is yeah, not great, really but I love it the most ever. Of course, also starring Jennifer Aniston in her first film role ever is Tori mm-hmm. Redding, which is funny. I'll come back to that later with my fun facts about how how she treats this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ken Olent. I can't say his last name. As Nathan Murphy. Mark Holton as Ozzy Jones, who was also, you know, uh, Francis from Pee Wee Herman, which is great. I, like, I, know, I mentioned that Pee-wee. last night when I watched yeah. this again. And Johnny was like, he he was in Pee Wee? I said, yeah, Pee Wee's yeah. Big Adventure. Yeah, he stole his bike, man. He's a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's definitely a jerk. Yeah, Robert High Gorman as Alex Murphy, which I liked him. Um, yeah, David Permeter is Deputy Trippett. William Newman is Sheriff Roy Cronin. He says his name 15 times, so you know. Uh, Shay Duffin is Dan O'Grady. Pamela Mant is Miss O'Grady. Uh, John Standerford is J.D. Redding. And John Volkstad is Joe. I guess he's the coin guy who gets pogoed to death, which is... Oh my God, it's so the, stupid. The best, you shut up. It's the best. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> oh my God. So, there's the, the deets on this one. Um... Yeah, Mark Jones, he was like a big TV guy, and he really wanted to make a film, and he thought the best way or his best opportunity to be successful was to make a low-budget horror film, like to kind of cut his teeth on, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is funny, because I think Trimark didn't want him to do this movie. They apparently even offered him money to step down. But he was like, no. What? I'm doing it. I don't know. Yeah, and he was surprised there were no uh, horror films dedicated to a leprechaun. I'm like, because nobody ever would have considered making a leprechaun a horror icon until this guy. Right. But he did. Um, And it it is. I mean, say what you want about the quality of the film. It is one of the big series as people bring up when you hear about, like, horror franchises. Yeah, it is. I haven't, I don't know how many of them I've watched. I think I've only watched two, but I... I barely barely remembered the fir- the first one. So when I watched it again, I was like, yeah, I don't remember any of this. I watched it a long time ago, though. I mean, I was little. I probably purged the nonsense from my brain. I mean, I was 11 when this came out. And I can almost guarantee I watched it when I was 11 because my mom was about that life. But yeah, they do. Like, there's, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, there's eight of them. So it goes Leprechaun 1, 2, and 3. And then he goes to space. It's so stupid. Because, you know, why not? Jason went to space. Let's go to space. And then he comes back oh, and is, no. does In the Hood, which we really should have. We should have just done that one. Leprechaun in the Hood is my favorite because Ice-T is in that movie as like yeah, this gang member. And I'm like, what? You know what? And guess what? Uh, we, we didn't cover that movie. But Ice-T's character's name in that movie is Mac Daddy Onassis. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's ridiculous. It's a super ridiculous movie. Um, but yeah, I feel like all of them are are probably super ridiculous oh, because the first 100%. one was. <laughs> I haven't seen the two new ones. I've seen all of them up to Back to the Hood. I haven't seen Origins and Leprechaun Returns from 2014 and 2018 because there's just no way. There's no possible way those were going to be good. It's just I don't think it's. There's no way. I've seen all the ones that have Warwick Davis in them, essentially. I don't okay. care about it after. If the Warwick Davis is not in it, I'm not trying to watch that. Yeah, he did a, he did a good job as the leprechaun. I mean, uh, to be yeah. absolutely ridiculous. And let's see. The one Origins was actually done by WWE. We're good. We're good. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Anything they've ever done is hot crap. So we're good. Uh, but yeah. Loved it. Leprechaun 2 is probably my favorite of all of them, but if you're going to start, you got to start with the original. Well, I'm glad I did because I couldn't remember the first one at all, and I know I've seen it because I remember watching it with my cousins, <laughs> but I, I totally blocked it out, <laughs> or I just didn't remember it. Yeah, this is one so. of my, my brother's favorites. This and Child's Play, he loved these kind of movies. Yeah, this, they're, I don't know, ridiculous, but okay. Yeah, oh, they're beyond ridiculous. They don't even- yeah. 
They don't even. I mean, even it's fine. It. I like some ridiculous stuff too. So yeah, no, but like Mark Jones, like you can tell, you can really tell he was a big TV writer. Like he wrote stuff for like the A Team, a bunch of the different Scooby Doo stories, which you can definitely see those influences on this. He wrote a lot uh, of yeah. the, the Scooby Doo uh, spinoffs, like the Laugh Olympics. Uh, he did like the Plastic Man comedy adventures. That makes Scooby-Doo a lot of Scrappy-Doo. sense. Because there's a part at the end where the the leprechaun runs through a fence. Or not yeah. runs it. He like Roller is propelled the through the fence and it's his yeah. whole like outline of his body. It's, I was like, and I made a note that it was like cartoon style silhouette. Yeah, because this dude's <laughs> like fence. some of his earliest writing credits are cartoons. Like he did, um, let's see, Arc 2, which was a science fiction show back in the 70s. Then he did a live action animation show called The Skatebirds. It was for, he did a lot of Hand Barbera work because then he did Captive Caveman, the all new Super Friends Hour, What's New Mr. Magoo, Scooby Laugh Olympics, Yogi Space Race, Popeye oh stuff, uh, Dinky Dog, Plastic Man. He did a lot of like those kind of Hanna-Barbera s cartoons and you see a lot of the influence in this and apparently there was a lot of things that trimark made him cut out like there was like a, one scene where leprechaun gets run over by a car and has like the tire tracks over his body like it's a super huge cartoon they're like no nah, man that's too cartoony yeah but the the silhouette through the fence yeah i know which is cartoony you know the fun <laughs> fact about that is is that apparently warwick davis is a legitimate speed skater and those are his skates and he did that stunt himself that's crazy and he said that like it was really hard to drive on the road because it was still bumpy and it messed his little skates up and then that part there at the end is gravel so he had to run through it and jump through the pre-made hole in the fence oh my gosh that's crazy but he did it himself because he is warwick davis he's a j he's a He's a chick. But yeah, there's a lot of conflicts between the production people on set and the distribution company of Trimark because they wanted to make a horror movie with a bunch of gore like Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, and Trimark wanted something like Critters or Gremlins. So they were, that's why there's a weird horror comedy mashup because that's not what their original yeah, intended was. That makes sense. It's it, it really has that kind of feel to it now that you say that. I think he wanted to do like a straight up horror film, like, you know, because he wanted to get into directing. And at the time, everyone was making horror movies. So there were like no budget movies. You know what I mean? And then that's what he wanted to do. All right, man. I will say my first comment on this entire thing is the amount of nursery rhymes that he uses I know, throughout right? the whole movie. And I was like, I, met, I was trying to like catch them all. I think I caught most of them, but I was like, man, that, that made the music part because he kind of sang the nursery rhymes, you know? Yeah, he sings all like, the time, which is funny. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this, that's the probably my favorite part of this whole movie is him singing those. I do like so. those. He sings those a lot and all of his little limericks. Like he like that he starts off with like, try as they will, try as they might. Who steals me gold won't live through the night. He's all these little limericks he's singing all the time. Yeah. And it just kind of like fits into that like um, leprechaun mythology, you know, of like the kind of mm-hmm. jovial creature. But then this dude is not jovial at all. No. He's not at all. psychotic. Yes. <laughs> he's like super happy to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like, oh, yes. No one steals a leprechaun's um, gold. Yanko, you're dead. I'm his like, hundred, oh, okay. pe- His hundred gold pieces. Oh my gosh. I was, um, I didn't mention this last night while I watched it with Johnny, but he mentioned it this morning. But, um, he said, man, it had a, uh, of mice and mil- mi- uh, men feel to it. I said, it's, that's what I thought because it, because of Lenny and the, yeah, because of Ozzy. Yes. Oh yeah. gosh. I was like, dang it. That's unfortunate. <laughs> I kept yes, thinking was. Ozzy was going to die because I couldn't remember it. Right. No, he's like the one uh, that has like the strongest character arc. Like some people's characters, and we'll get into this a little bit later. They just they're flat the whole time. Yeah, like Nathan, mm-hmm. Tori. Oh, dude, was lame. Tori, the the main character. God, flat I, the whole time. Yeah, I know, right? Like the whole I, intro I of this is kind of he's funny. Him and Alex are the best. Yeah. The intro is silly. You have the most like um, stereotypical Irish guy getting out of the car, yeah. chugging Jameson like a champ, just hammered. Like, oh, we're rich. Wife, ha, ha, ha. okay. It's one of those you can take the the WT out of the person or take the kid out of the trailer park, but you can't take the trailer park out of the kid. Like you just got off <laughs> out of that car chugging Jameson. I got a limo. Woo! Like what? Okay. We're gonna go look at mansions tomorrow. I'm like, yeah. what? No. Uh, I got a, I got hundred gold pieces. She's like, what are you going on about? I'm like, I know, right? 
He's stupid. Yeah. In, oh really, gosh. if you think about it, like when that dude told him, like when he when they took the one coin to Joe later, I mean, he's only getting like fifty thousand dollars. Like, because I doubt that old man's gonna sell those. Because he told him that gold was worth about five hundred dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. He said, but if it's got that you know historical value, but I feel like that old dude is like a pawn shop kind of person. He ain't trying to get historical value. He's trying to get just cash. You're only getting five hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Not even that. You're only getting like fifty thousand dollars my friend um and really if the price of gold wasn't that high then he didn't get nothing <laughs> right. so it was like you died for like not a mansion you're barely getting out of that shack you live in especially in la yeah, county and I told, in the 90s i was like why did they not just set this movie in ireland because you started off with irish lore and then you have freaking to an Irish couple, but they're just smack dab in the middle of uh, America. So yeah, man, I'm all like, about what? The American dream. I well, I guess, but it, it didn't have that feel to it. I'm like, what? What is happening? Did that leprechaun like follow them along, or like what happened? Like, why is it there? Yeah, well, he comments that he went home for his mom's his mom's uh, funeral. So Mr. O'Grady went to Ireland for his mother's funeral. Okay, was coming home. That's what happened. Okay, I missed yeah. that. Yeah, Johnny said that this morning, and I still went over that. (laughs) And she was like, I don't want your mom's ashes in our house. I left them on the porch, which was kind of cold-blooded, too. I liked a little bit. Miss O'Grady was like, I don't want that crap in my house. And then uh, he was like, it's not (laughs) me mom's ashes. Yeah. She's like, I left them on the porch. I know what it was. And he was all like, it's not me mom's ashes. So that makes more sense then. Okay. I found gold from a leprechaun. And she's like, you're out of your mind, dude. Quit drinking Jameson all the time. Oh my gosh. The mimicry was was good too. It was creepy, man. That first time, the creepy ass kid voice, like, I can't breathe in here. Let me out. Yeah, and he was doing Mary Had a Little Lamb. Yeah. And I'll be like, hey, that suitcase (laughs) is not big enough for like a small child. Who do you think's in there? I can't breathe in here. Right. Help me. Like, your husband brought home a whole kid and you just didn't know about it. I stole this kid from Ireland. Got a new son, honey. ridiculous oh no yeah and then she opens it and his little eyeballs like were like yeah. glowing I'm like oh my god he jumps like out creature. i know right funny. it is funny so whole, apparently warwick davis loved this character like loved it well yeah it's a funny character for sure and, oh, and he, it was, usually... he was against what he was normally cast as he wanted to play a villain yeah well he definitely was a villain <laughs> yeah that's ridiculous oh my gosh he he's a little bit creepy just saying the voice mimicry and just the how happy he is just to kill everybody and like create mm-hmm. ways but whatever yeah his voice in care. this is great too it's different than how he actually talks which is cool like mm-hmm. i wanted my brother to be on today so he could tell the story but i'm just gonna tell it like the first time he met warwick davis he was telling him how he was afraid of this movie when he was a kid and apparently warwick davis transitioned like mid-sentence into the leprechaun voice and then started only talking to him in the leprechaun voice after that point he said it was cool and creepy at the same time <laughs> because he was just like oh, oh no. yes and he was like oh oh okay because he was like legitimately afraid of these movies when we were little because like i mean i was 11 he was probably seven maybe when we watched this the first time my mom was like it's fine there's no boobs in here okay like yeah people were just getting pogoed to death or their face all clawed up and neck broken yeah i was um i was young when i watched it but i don't remember being scared of it because there's other movies like i legitimately remember being scared of and this one i wasn't yeah i don't know how you'd be scared of this it's silly well i mean i'd be like get away from me dude what are you doing (laughs) and there's like so many just things that make no sense in this whole film like you got this young girl showing up with her dad complaining about him being a redneck or something and then you get to this like super dilapidated house that's been painted my i don't know why this bothered me so bad but i was like why would you paint a a house blue and the shutters red well yeah we said the same thing well because apparently the director wanted bright cartoony colors Oh my god! Okay, that's why I like. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. She I has guess. All, those, all those little pants with the weird, co- colorful patches, and uh, Nathan's shirt is purple. It's Her all LA these gears. little. Yeah. Well, their shoes are important too. I'll get to that in a second. Um, oh gosh. Okay. That was that was a choice for real. Um, everyone was picked to like stand out against the backdrop. That's why I like Alex has the yellow and red stripes, and it's like bold, bright things that stand out to you. Yeah. Well, my. my color aside my biggest problem was like why are you painting a shutter that's barely hanging on right why don't y'all fix the shutter first and then paint it because like they were why painting is the whole house just a mess i know because <laughs> these painters are bumbling idiots like he's teaching her how to paint or whatever the same day he met her after she basically called you a yokel but whatever and she's like oh look at me i'm a natural painter but they've already painted the other shutter all the way red and it's hanging off the house 
I mean, what? let's let's talk about the fact that their the name of their company is called Three Guys That Paint. Yeah. So. Yeah. Their dad said, "Who is the cheapest painter in this area?" <laughs> oh my god. It's not even Johnny three goes. Guys. It's like two dudes I need and a, a kid. Johnny goes. I need a splatter thin set all over my truck and just put one guy that does tile. Heck yeah. <laughs> On his truck. I said, "Shut up." <laughs> it's written in crayon. One guy that does tile. <laughs> It's yeah. terrible. The production it company is. was like, hey, man, they need a sign. Let's just slap some nonsense on the Three side guys of this the nice paint. truck. This decent so truck funny. that we just ruined with actual paint everywhere. Paint Whatever. and three guys of paint. I love it. It's so I stupid. was like, that is so dumb. Super dumb. <laughs> and then, you know, freaking Mark Holton here, Ozzy Jones, gets the paint dropped on him. And he's like, oh, what do I do? And you're in the middle of painting the brightest blue ever on a house. I know, right? It's like baby blue and like just fire engine red i'm like what the hell is this these colors it's terrible obviously her dad Uh, is a hillbilly with no taste because it's horrible yeah this movie the whole movie is just ridiculous yes yes it is because you got that scene where like she's standing in the truck and like she thinks this dude that she just met is under the truck caressing her leg what yeah right why would that even make sense i thought you were flirting yeah and he just walked into the house what did what did you think he did yeah, like he just ran around the building real fast to get under that truck to rub your leg. <laughs> it was dumb. It made no sense. It and then didn't. she gets all clawed up, and they're like, oh, no, you'll be okay. And then the dad's like, it's a cat. He's he's, he's dangered. Let me get it. And you look at your hand. That is obviously a person's mouth. Like, <laughs> That's what I said. I said, that is not a cat bite. No, you got Their a, mouths you got are tiny. teeth marks, bro, in your hand. Like, oh, I the hospital cat bit me. What? That's a large cat bite. What, you got a mouth Like, why would you? Yeah. <laughs> Like, why would you reach into that anyway? I'm like, yeah. and then the little camera shot with the leprechaun's like, <laughs> like at the yeah, end, I'm like, <laughs> I was like, oh no, <laughs> his little mimicry is just the worst and the greatest at the I same mean, time. He's the only, I think, good character in this whole movie because he's the only one that has any development at all, pretty much. But he's he's still ridiculous. It's one liners and goofy nonsense. Yeah. Like that's pretty that's much the whole premise of this movie. How many goofy one liners can you be a giant a tiny uh Freddy Krueger and just say nonsense? Yeah, I know. Uh I wish I had written down some of his one liners, but I really didn't. I was more focused on getting all the um different nursery rhymes he used. But yeah, he uses a lot. He's even like talking shit at the end. After he's oh, been, yeah. like, like effed all the way up. <laughs> I mean, he's, like, all, you know. Like, oh, he's super with, jacked up. He's like, ha, here. Yeah, I know, right? Stupid. Anyway, well, let me see. I really liked Ozzy's character, though. I think I felt sorry for him. Because, it like like Johnny said, it, it, was, it had a really, like, big uh, comparison to of mice and men and i really liked lenny so that's why i kind of like because i couldn't remember the movies at all and i was like I, he i wonder if he dies at the end like he did swallow a coin like a dum-dum i mean that shouldn't I'm like kill great you, huh that shouldn't kill you no i'm it? saying like he the leprechaun found out about the coin getting swallowed like that's gonna <laughs> kill you oh yeah yeah he foreshadows that he's like i was like man maybe he does die and i just don't remember but i was wrong yeah I'm like, who in the hell swallows a gold coin at that age? I mean, obviously they wanted to get his brain fixed. So I know that is so depressing. Uh, They were like, he was like, it's okay. He was like, I just want to help you because people make funny. He goes, people make fun of me. He goes, well, not your face. I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) just behind your back. Like, great. He was like, oh, okay, terrible. Yeah, no, I agree. It was probably yeah. Apparently, they wanted all that removed because they thought it was insensitive to people who are actually mentally handicapped. But I think the director left it in on purpose to make you feel like sympathy for the character. I guess it worked because you're like, oh, I love that character. He reminds me of Lenny. I mean, dead up like Lenny. But yeah, it's probably the inspiration. Probably. I feel like this was Scooby-Doo meets the mice and men with a leprechaun. (laughs) It's terrible. The one thing they didn't do at the end was pull the mask off a tiny person's face. (laughs) It was you. It was Farmer Johnson the whole time. They had a dog. You'd have had the whole Scooby in the gang, right? They um. Ozzy's kind of like Shaggy. Just do do do. Yeah, he's he's a he's definitely a do 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 do. That's not. Well, they're all a little do do. I don't know. There are so many ridiculous parts of this movie, and I can't even pick one that I want to talk about for real. There's a lot. There are some interesting things though that came from this film. 
like apparently there were two special thanks in the credits and one was to george lucas because warwick davis was under contract to him still but he gave him permission to be in the movie okay the other one was vice president dan quayle because he sped up the working visa for warwick davis because warwick davis is is english so he like needed a a visa back then to work here and dan quayle pushed it through interesting okay yeah which i think is interesting they got special thanks and then apparently warwick davis originally regretted doing this movie because like it was one of those things where they thought there was no way he would be in this film like they wanted warwick davis but he it was like because they originally shot this in 1991 so it, it was right after willow he was just everybody thought he was too big of an actor but they shit they sent him the script anyway and he read it and he apparently was interested in playing a villain okay but it f- horribly flopped like not well at all it wasn't until friends came out and blew up that people really started to like rent this movie because jennifer aniston was in it yeah and she's terrible oh she's trash she's not a good actress even now she's really not it's kind of she's she's bleh yeah she was just kind of pretty in the 90s so what's with the la gears you said that there was something with that well apparently they chose because you know all all the shots which i kind of liked of from the leprechaun's perspective and him being like obsessed with shoes, they wanted to pick shoes for each character that fit their personality. Oh, okay, gotcha. That That's why sense. like the that... kid kid is wearing those Shaq pump Reeboks that were huge in the nineties. You know, the older guys are wearing boots. She's got her LA gears on because she's from LA and she's all about money and like those kind of things. They were all kind of indicative of their character. It makes me laugh that that was how they kind of trapped him a little bit so she could get away to get to the, yeah, the nursing home to talk so to Danny. Ridiculous. And I was like, they started throwing shoes at him and he's like picking them up real quick. He's like, huh. and like, it's yeah. like, like cleaning them off and stuff i'm like oh my god this is so ridiculous except for he's cleaning them off and then throwing them right back in the dirt i know it's so what? funny it's like the whole throwing rice in front of a vampire thing you're just like that what uh, what <laughs> huh what are you talking about that's but so yeah, funny they basically wanted to focus on leprechaun's point of view and to show their personality so and he you know how he was obsessed with shoes yes he was definitely obsessed. like that was scene where he like gets them all out and he's like hmm yeah. And he starts like polishing them and cleaning them up, and he's all like all happy. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like what? What? He's a cobbler oh by trade, gosh. man. I know. Oh my gosh, I, I mentioned the the leprechaun's laugh too. I loved it. He did his his character was really funny. Like I I did laugh at him a lot, but the other characters, I'm like, God, y'all are just the worst. He's the only person that brings this movie any validity, man. But he was given free reign on playing the character, so like essentially it was like hey you're an evil leprechaun go because i mean at the time think about it he'd been in so many like major productions even at that time because he's in like the star wars films and he's in willow and he's in all these little sci-fi things and he was kind of a big deal in the late 80s so and he was their 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 big ask you know what i mean he was the one he's the marquee name so they were like well you do what you want to do i mean no one else in this movie it was even known like the director had to fight to get jennifer aniston even in it they were like no nah, we want like a blonde valley girl we don't want this girl he's like no trust mm. me she'll be great and then who are the other people you know what i mean the one dude was in a peewee movie i think the boy was in don't tell mom the babysitter's dead oh i love that movie I he is too. in that yeah and that's like really that's all they had at the time so there was no big name like warwick davis was the big name which in 90s horror all you needed was one if you got one person people knew their name you slap it real big on the front of that vhs box at the blockbuster it's getting rented and that's what they did like later they, on they added her they face kept to it. like oh no that's so funny like it's just her she's like takes up the whole thing and he's oh, just yeah. like kind of at the bottom. Is he at the bottom or does it just say leprechaun? I think he's in the corner. It's her up in the top and uh, the top left. And he's kind of at the bottom right. Okay. But she's a big half of it. Well, I think it's because, like I said, after Friends came out, the rentals on this movie like quadrupled, which is really funny because apparently Jennifer Aniston and Warwick Davis got along really well off camera and on set. Like they, you know, he was talking to her. They had like, that's her first movie role. So he was really helping her. Yeah. But then apparently after she got like famous, she either talks crap about the movie or denies that she was even in it all the time and apparently warwick davis will like usually respond to her like when he'll make a response and apparently at one time on some on tv like live tv he said that her annoyance was seeing the movie and seeing herself without so many facial surgeries and rhinoplasty whoa yeah you hit her that's hateful (laughs) because she's apparently either says she would never i never did that movie or like talks crap about it like she even said one time, you the first time say she watched I've never it, done something when your face yeah, is on the like box. 
on the box and you're like the main character uh, other than the freaking leprechaun. I think she just embarrassed that you were in a horror film and that you were so bad in it. But again, I'm the person and hate me if you will. I think Friends is like the worst TV show ever. It's not funny. All the characters are crap and I hate all of them. I'm just like, I hate this show. I tried to date a girl one time. I was like, you'll like Friends. Just really watch it. Nope. Friends sucks. Jennifer Aniston. I like sucks. parts of Friends. I like... um also hate Seinfeld. So I don't like Seinfeld at all, but yeah. I I do like Friends. I just don't. It's not like I'm gonna go back and rewatch it or anything. So, but there's like parts of it that I think are hilarious. Like Whitney was telling me I should rewatch it. You should watch it now with your daughter. I was like, I will still hate Friends, and I did not raise people who would like Friends. So <laughs> we're moving on. <laughs> Nothing against you if you do like Friends. I mean, everybody's direct. Everybody's tastes are their own. I personally just, I couldn't stand it. I was like, God, this show is stupid. Like, I hated all the dudes. And the girls are annoying because not many of them can act. Courtney I mean, Cox is great. And Lisa Kudrow is actually great, too. Off of Friends. I just don't like Jennifer Aniston in anything. You, you just don't like Phoebe? Oh. I love Phoebe. No, that's, that's Lisa Kudrow. She's, I, 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 don't know. I, I don't like Phoebe for stupid reasons because everyone assumes that my daughter's name is from Friends when it's from the Monster Squad. And I'm like, get your shit right. I don't watch Friends. <laughs> I named her from the Monster Squad. And she's Phoebe the Phoebe. <laughs> watch yourself yeah it's ridiculous yeah, that would that would not be a compliment if you named your daughter after phoebe from friends because no, phoebe's kind of she's a neurotic bad. and annoying yeah dude, like shut up stupid no not at all but no it's <laughs> there's so many hilarious things in this movie that i do like warwick davis for like he insisted that the leprechaun wear those like traditional platform hour shoes yeah he like he had to have them Big he like he insisted it. and then it made him walk all weird so it changed the gate and everything he had learned how to walk in those platforms you know because he already kind of walks with yeah. his legs out. Um, but yeah, he insisted on it. He was real into this character. And he really is like, he's one of the nicest people I've ever met. Like, we met him at Star Wars Celebration. But then we got to see him, like, riding through downtown Chicago on a tiny Segway with his son, like, pointing out landmarks and talking about architecture. Me and my buddy were outside just chilling. And I was like, dude, what day was right there. And he was wearing an Ewok hat. And he was just riding around with his little Segway, oh pointing, out, pointing out statues to his son. And I was like, that... This is great. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool what we do. I love you a little bit. <laughs> oh no, I love it. Yeah. So yeah. the all the little play on like uh, Lucky Charms cereal kept popping up throughout the whole movie, and I'm like, why is this even? I I, I kept making note of it, and like he even it eats like some of the Lucky Charms, and he spits it out, and I'm like, that's because it's gross. I don't know. That's how, why that was so funny to me. I think probably because that was another probably thing he just did too. We need yeah, a box and that's of Lucky one of Charms. the um, one of the rumors about the film set is that it originally was Lucky Charms, but the company that owns it, I think it's General Mills, maybe I can't remember who has for Lucky Charms, were mad that he spits it out, so they had to change it. And uh, in an interview, he was like, "Dude, it was never Lucky Charms. It was always meant to be like a generic country store version of of Lucky Charms." So like people like one of the rumors was that it originally was, and they were mad and made him change it. And he was like. No, that was never the case. But I'm like, if you notice in a lot of movies, they hardly ever use name brand stuff because the name brand people will say no or they want you to give them money for it. So yeah. it's always knockoffs. Like a lot of times you'll see things that are obviously a Pepsi can, but it says something else or the word Pepsi's removed or it's obviously a Coke can with no words on it. You're like, uh-huh, we know what you did there. It's a red and white can. We know what that is. But uh, yeah, so it's like one of those things. I thought it was kind of funny, but I like all the nods to that, all the goofy little leprechaun lore and like how mm -hmm. the, apparently the director is the one that came up with the four leaf clover will be the only thing that can kill him and was sad right. that they oh never used it again. Oh, it was dumb because early on he's like, get it away from me. And then the next time they show it, they show him to him. He's just like, whatever, and pushes past her and starts chasing Nazi down. Like it, like it didn't even notice she had one. Right. Was so he's stupid. like, whatever, this is done. And can we talk about how that stupid patch of clover is lit with a green light? Like it's glowing, like it's magic grass. What yeah, and, it, and it just... And it wasn't like that the whole movie. Until no, then. all of a sudden it's glowing. And I'm like, when she pulls up, I'm like, why is there a green light? And then I'm like, oh my God, the grass is glowing. And then when she finds a floor with clover, it's like glowing gold in her hand. Yeah, and Ozzy's trying to give her like a pep talk. He's like, you just got to believe, yeah. Tori, just believe. And she's like, oh no. I believe. So and it's glowing. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so stupid. <laughs> it is so dumb. I mean, like, I, oh, I guess it makes sense. It kind of ties into some other mythology around, like, St. Patrick's Day and whatnot, I guess. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I don't. That reminds me. This this movie should come out around St. Patrick's Day. So, happy St. Patrick's Day for those of you that are listening. Oh, yeah. Side note, my, during our humongous windstorm we had here, I lost my St. Patrick's Day flag, my garden flag. 
Oh, and no. someone on my neighborhood page found it. And they were like, hey, somebody's missing this. And I was like, oh, is that my neighbor across the street who's like super nosy? Yeah. She was like, that's my neighbor. She puts one out for every holiday. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> why am I this person? I'm like, it's mine. I'll come get it. <laughs> so ridiculous. So I put it back up today. So there you go. That is a little ridiculous. <laughs> I'll never put those flags out. You know what? I, it brings me joy. So I always wanted to get a flagpole for my house and just put like a pirate flag on it, just to see. Uh, it's not think. a flagpole. It's a it's a garden flag. I know. I've been to your house. I know what you're talking about. It's <laughs> little. It's little. Little floppy flag in front of your house. Like, look at me, holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I like decorative things. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Do you have anything else you want to add to this movie, or you want to get into the the rating? Because I mean, I don't have a lot to say, and the things I want to say will be ripped apart during the rating scale. I don't know. There's really nothing. I can't like there. There was like some really ridiculous things, but I just don't. I don't know. I didn't love this movie. I didn't either. So, so let's jump into the the rubric and we'll see where we'll see where it lands. <laughs> this is gonna be rough. <sighs> I know. So I told Aaron too. I said this thing's not gonna do well. She was like, it's "No, not. it can't. It can't." Oh my god. <laughs> All no. right. So oh man, literary element: the script, story, development, dialogue, and character development. Dude, okay, so no, I like some of the story one-liner stuff, but it's you can tell it's ad-libbed. You talked about the weird use of like limericks and nursery rhymes. That's interesting. Like I said, the only character that gets any sort of development at all is the leprechaun. He stays the same. Yeah, but he doesn't. His makeup develops. That's it. Uh, this is like a five for me. This is yeah, a horrible script. This the the dialogue <laughs> is terrible. It makes it no is. sense at all. Um. It's just not great. It's not. <laughs> it's not great. Okay, so FX design element, so visual effects elements that connect to the narrative, set design, overall character design, gore, practical versus digital effects. Now, this one I liked a little bit better, and I honestly I forgot to mention my my roll call of death because we were so busy talking about how terrible this movie is. But this <laughs> kind of yeah. goes in with the the effects. There's only four deaths in the whole film. Miss O'Grady gets pushed down the stairs in the most dramatic head over heels flip I've ever seen. Yeah. For down some steps. Like, that was like 10 stairs. You rolled like you were, man. Like, you got punched by Mike Tyson. Anyway, like, you should have just, like, flopped all the way down and yeah. just been bruised at the Not bottom. head over heels. Nonsense. Um, yeah. Her neck is snapped. My favorite death ever is the coin guy, Joe. Who gets his chest stomped with it 15 times with a pogo stick. So dumb. Which, another fun fact, really, it's only two hops and they slowed it down and kept putting in repeated scenes because the stunt person who was doing that as the leprechaun couldn't get it to bounce more than twice. Interesting. So it's two hops in slow-mo with a bunch of the same shot kicked back in and jumping around. A lot of cuts. Um, the deputy is clawed in the face and has his neck broken, which was a added in scene. Originally, he's just clawed in the face and then you don't see him again. But they wanted more gore. So that whole horrible Lee Boring wood chase scene yes. where he's teleporting like, through trees. So yeah, and stupid. laughing. <laughs> so stupid. Like, And the guy sits down. I'm like, yeah. no. <gasps> oh, my God. It's over. Nope. Neck broke. He's stupid. like, thank God. <laughs> and I'm like, you're an idiot. And you deserve to die. Mr. O'Grady, who's mauled and dies from blood loss. Those are the, the only four deaths in the whole the whole movie. And it's they're ridiculous. Yeah, everybody else gets like injured somehow. Yeah, scratched or something stupid. The whole thing, or or bear trap or whatever. The whole thing makes no sense. But I do like some of the digit, like the gra- like the uh, prosthetic effects in this movie. You know, like Gabriel Bartalos. He you know he did the makeup effects for all of it pretty much, and he wanted more of that grotesque. He did the leprechaun in three stages. Like he gets darker as it goes. You can see more green to his skin. Like as he gets more mm-hmm. of his like powers back, you see he gets more of that um, back to it. You know, and apparently he did a, a he looks mossy. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's all like, Arr. but he starts to get more just scarier looking, right? He starts off more friendly and then gets nastier looking towards the end. And then, of course, you have that weird half skull nonsense at the very end, but whatever. It was still a cool effect. Um, but I didn't hate like when his eyeball gets popped out and he pulls the other one out. That was kind of a cool um scene. I didn't hate it. It was pretty interesting. I don't understand like the pogo scene, like why that the purveyor of that shop had all the cuts on his face when all he did was bounce on your chest with a pogo. That didn't make any sense. So this one's kind of yeah. low for me too. Like set design was fine, I guess. I mean it was just an old ridiculous house for no reason. Ooh, 
going back to literary real fast, if Mr. O'Grady only had a stroke and you're in like that old folks home, but you know there's a hundred gold pieces on your land, why are you not going back to get that 10 years later? Right. I thought he died. He's like, no, oh man. Like you've lived in that home. You only had a stroke. Like, and he was, it looked like he was able to tell her all about how to kill a leprechaun. Stupid. No, yeah, he's just hanging upside down. Yeah. Uh, I'm what? bleeding. You got to get it with a four leaf clover. Which apparently, the back to set design, they had to glue an extra leaf on that four leaf clover because they couldn't find one. So they actually took a three leaf one and glued another leaf to it. Oh my God. Yeah, okay. it was made by the props department. <laughs> all right. Okay. So what do you think? Like a 10 on that one? Sure. I can't. I can't go to a 15. I do like no. some of the effects. I think like some of the stuff the Leprechaun does and his makeup looks good. His hands look ridiculous, but his face looks good. His hands are rubber gloves and you can tell because he can't use them very well. Can you talk about the rainbow for a second? <laughs> Oh, God. Just that <laughs> weird painted digital rainbow. Yeah, it's so yeah. bad. When they get to the truck with the coins, I was like, what the hell it's is It's in this? the very beginning, too. Like, it's shining down on him as he's counting his gold. You're just like, what? <laughs> it's not good. What? Oh, no. Yeah, I was very like, oh, okay. And, like, the ridiculous giant spiders just walking around all the time. And then you want to get into the fact that, like, there was one I didn't even talk about. Like, my, one of my favorite effects, I forgot. The little tiny creepy hand coming out of the phone that was, like, totally Oh, my gosh. I did say yeah. something about that in my notes. But, like, just for oh, a design yeah. production standpoint, there's no phone cable in that phone. No. Not even when it's on the wall. When she pulls it off, it's just no. hooked up there with no phone cable. So I'm like, why is it even ringing? What? And then That's he's ringing stupid. the bike bell. Like, and the first time Ozzy has that tiny bell, and then Leprechaun plays that bell, you left that bike at Joe's little shop. Let's not even get into his stupid ass little go kart that tumps over a whole entire pickup truck. I know with the little pitchfork at this. At the, he's yeah. always he's always riding some random little car too. <laughs> Everything with wheels he rides. It's ridiculous. I'm gonna give this a yeah, ten. Like the skateboard. The skateboard yeah. scene wasn't oh funny, funny. Where he hey. keeps like rolling. Wee. He's like hey hey hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey. no. Hey, I'm just like okay yeah. So he rides. Let's see a tricycle, a mm-hmm. go kart, that Mad Max go kart, a wheelchair. It sure is. Rollerblades or roller skates that are his, and then a skateboard board everything with wheels he drives a little car too yeah i mentioned that he has the little, little go-kart the little truck go-kart no there's an oh well there's one where he comes out of the barn but there's another one yeah he steals it from joe it's that little truck one when he gets pulled yeah. over that's why he kills the cop for no reason he was like take yeah, your mask then, off buddy and then he like makeshifts a go-kart thing in the barn yeah it's like if mad max took place in ireland and yeah it's on so, uprise stupid. so stupid super dumb <laughs> It's, so it's like welded plates and a freaking pitchfork on the front. Like, and he flips over It took over him literally like two minutes to do. Yeah. Ha ha. I'm like, what? I said, how'd he do that? I said, wait, he's magic. It's fun. Yeah. Super, super stupid. It is super stupid. So it has some okay elements. I'm thinking 10 for visual effects. Yep. That's fine. Okay. So the visual technical (laughs) element is the overall aesthetic of the film is pleasing to the eye. Lighting, creative camera shots, and movement and lens selection. Uh, The lighting is fucking stupid. Like, why are we green lighting patches of grass? I did like, however... The lower camera shots from the leprechaun's perspective. That was kind of cool. How a lot of those shots are cut on people's lower halves. That's what he sees. And like the movement through the woods. It's kind of like that Evil Dead-esque like camera movement. But it's like from a little person's perspective, which I kind of liked. So I will give him some props for that. The aesthetic is just, it just reads cheesy 90s horror movie. Like this is low budget, cheesy 90s. I'm surprised they had a million dollars. That should have been like, I made this for a hundred bucks. Most of it was spent on Warwick Davis, <laughs> I think. Bucks. Yeah. We made this movie for a hundred bucks and some pizza, dude. We made it. We got it. Uh but yeah, no, it was not good. The lighting's ridiculous. I do give him I like the camera shots just because I think it's interesting that he took from a kid's perspective. And like I said, that dude has done a bunch of stuff. Um other horror movies mostly, but he's he did quite a few little things, some documentaries. So you can see he wasn't like the most experienced cinematographer, but you know, whatever. I like those scenes. I like some of the transitions, but that's a lot of that was editing. So I'd say another 10 for me, really. Yeah, I'm agree with that, too. Because the, uh, the rest of the lighting, the characters are not lit well. Warwick Davis' character usually is, how his face starts in shadow. It has that very Nightmare on Elm Street, first time you see him Freddy vibe, where he's kind of all, you, you just see his eyes, you know, and those are kind of cool shots. Yeah. 
um or the lighting when he's in that box and the, the lights coming through the little cracks i liked all that so that was all right otherwise nah dog yeah it's a 10 yeah <sighs> um sound element the sound represents the overall tone of the film the soundtrack as well as the score keeps the audience engaged with the setting characters location and narrative of the piece i'm gonna say a 10 on this one yeah because there's some terrible music in this that, well okay so i want to down a rabbit hole trying to find this won't you be my four leaf clover song that it plays for like oh, you mean that garbage fake country song when she's driving in yeah is that it's not a real song and that's, is it? it's not yeah it's just made for this movie because you can only find it as the scene like online yeah it has to be um horrid i was like what are they listening to it's so funny but it transitioned from him having the four leaf clover placed on the crate at the beginning into that when it's the montage of her not montage but like the entry of them coming into like the wooded area with the Mm -hmm. house and stuff i would say um, that shot probably cost them a bunch of their budget because in 91 that was a helicopter shot yeah so or crane that that song was hilarious that they only did it for that movie and it was only that little snippet of song and Mm. then that and then all of his little nursery like nursery rhymes or like you said limericks and stuff that he sings throughout the whole thing um but yeah there's not really a big score to it or anything it's just it's mainly him singing Mm -hmm. and the sound effects are crap I yes they are I really I really liked his little singing stuff so I I can't give it a 15 but I can give it a 10 okay you think I was gonna I'd almost go with a five you were gonna give it a five maybe because there's no real score and that song is terrible.com oh I didn't say it was good I just said it's funny that they made it just for this movie and that's it and it's not even a whole song I know that's probably where they should part of a song budget on actors and maybe some better effects and some lighting Instead of goofy helicopter shots. You mean they should have just songs. made, they should have spent more money on all of it. <laughs> yeah. You had a million dollars. Thing. I think half of it went for a helicopter shot and part of a song that was stupid. Anyway, yeah. so there you go, guys. Big fail. 35%. <laughs> you got to repeat the oh, class, no. dude. Repeat for sure. No ingenuity for you. You can't even fix that. Like that's not, there's no credit recovery for that. You are no. a failure, sir. Um, Yeah, this movie's not good, guys. Like, um. It's classic. People love it, and I get it. You love it for nostalgia reasons. The movie is not good. If you watch it with a critical eye, it's just not good. Jennifer Aniston never should have got cast in Friends based on this movie because she's garbage as an actress in this film. You're just like, what? I only eat watercress salads and Evian waters. Shut up. I know. My gosh. And she was like, do you know what meatloaf is? It's cow. I don't kill living things. He's like, but you're wearing leather shoes. Yeah. Got him. Get out of my face. Yeah, no. Like, so there you go, guys. It's a big old F dog. 35. It is. Oh, God, it's bad. So it bad. is bad. But yeah, earned it. It earned its 35. Yeah, fuck you, Lucky Charms. That's what he says at the very <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I had to say it. Oh, goodness. I knew it was going to score low. There was yeah. no way it wasn't. No, no way at all. And I think like the score could have been so much better. But I think the guy wanted it a creepy and mischievous tone. But you just let all that come from his little weird limericks. And yeah. And yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't good. good. Then the sound effects no. are terrible. Like, I just can't. I can't justify any of the score. And like I said, my luck ran out when I started, when I hit play. That was, that was it. I was like, oh, God, I forgot how terrible this I got bored. I thought this movie was way longer than it was. I was like, God, why is this movie still going? God. Johnny goes, I got tired watching it. I was like, right? Because it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. 92 <laughs> minutes is long, dude. Like, it's longer than Tucker and Dale. Tucker and Dale's only 89 minutes. This movie's kind of long. Yeah. And, you're just like, and, and Tucker and Dale's like, back. feel like you. it's not long enough no. because it's so good. I could have watched <laughs> something else yesterday. Right. And it's 92 minutes. But thanks, Warwick Davis, and for I always had to rent being it yourself. Because it's, yeah. oh, it was streaming on Spectrum. I didn't have to rent it. But it was edited. Well, I don't have Spectrum. Like Everybody no. died. But then every time there was like a cuss word, they bleeped it out. It was funny. I was like, what? He was like, hell, <laughs> shit. But everything else was like, then it wasn't even a bleep. They just cut it out. So the character's like mouth moving, but nothing said. It was crap. Oh my gosh. Whatever. That's All right, so guys. Bad. So there you have it. If you like the Leprechaun, I'm sorry. I'm sure my brother will be like, I hate you're uh, gr- great on this. I'm like, well, dude, you should have gone on the podcast, bro. You should have been here to defend your favorite film because it's crap. 35% is us being nice. I really should have given score five because the sound effects are trash, but I'll, I'll, I'll stick with the 10. I do like his little funny songs, so. 
Warwick Davis saves it yet again. Yeah, it was Warwick Davis that his, saved it. His makeup saved it. His goofiness saved it. Even though his one-liners are terrible, I really think someone was like, hey, dude, pretend like you're Freddy Krueger, but Irish. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but Irish. Stupid. <laughs> All right. uh, yeah, garbage. All right, dude, so let's, let's, now that that's over with, I think we have a special announcement for everybody, right? We do have a special announcement. And I sort of I sort of already announced it in my goofy, like ridiculous way, but this will be our like, you know, legit. Yeah, he doesn't like it, but I thought it was hilarious. But I mean, it's funny. It's fine. Just, just don't judge me. I'm not really ready. <laughs> don't judge me. Hey. Uh so we now have a Patreon. Yeah. Um, we would love any support that anyone would like to give us because donations will go towards things like, you know, an audible subscription, the books that we review, um, movie rentals, just anything that can help us make the podcast better. Thank you. And if you go over the top tier, you get to make suggestions on what we watch. Right. And get a cool and a sticker. sticker. Yeah. Cool. The only way to get stickers of our show, if I don't hand them to you personally, will be to be at that level. So they will not be for sale when the merch drops, which will also be happening fairly soon. So keep your eyes peeled, God. guys. Are our one fan who wants a hoodie? We're working on it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, guys, help us out. Like I said, Patreon uh, is a big good be a be a good thing for us. It'll help us out with just production stuff, getting the books, getting the rentals, getting all the things that we want to keep going, and, and getting some more ridiculous movies like this that we yeah. can make fun of. And we're we, we're just teachers, so yeah. teachers don't really make a lot of money. And you get a behind the scenes make... view on how we talk about your yeah. kids' work. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, did you read that? Just terrible. That's terribleness but yeah and then like if you're a top tier person i think or no maybe it's like no i put it on every tier where you can well you'll get special things every once in a while on like the patreon page where it's just for you guys to see or we sometimes if we do like a really terrible out like a something that has to be like an outtake we have a lot of those yeah yeah (laughs) you might get some unedited episodes things like that where i cut things out um like my turtle extravaganza i had one day with my two turtles were trying to escape their tank it was great i haven't had that issue and whatnot get to know us a little bit more i'm sitting here saying this as my dog nudges me um but yeah (laughs) So, you know, it'd be cool if you did. If you don't, it's still fine. Listen, leave likes, reviews, and all that good stuff. And that and, also uh, helps. All Any ratings links. would help yes. put us up on top of a list of horror, you know, yeah. podcasts. Put, put us so. on the top because we're, we're the best. We're better than those other guys. They're not cool. It's fine. <laughs> They're not as cool as us. Cool you, as can't, you can't sit with us. Yeah. The links <laughs> to our Patreon will be in the show notes. Uh, along with all of our other links that Jenny is about to tell you about. Uh, sure will. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Horror in the Halls. You can also follow Jenny underscore Dretfuls on Instagram. And you can email us at horrorinthehalls at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, guys. Reach out. Um, also, a thing about Patreon that we did not mention is it's one of those special things. We'll be like a private community. So if you want to connect with us and talk and ask questions or you want to debate one of our reviews or you know say something ridiculous to us, that's a great place to do it. We'll keep in touch with those people regularly um, you yes. know, because it's 2023. We both have phones, so we can jump on there and talk to you and whatever. And yeah, that's true. If you want to make suggestions, too, that's my favorite part. I want someone to get to that top tier and make something ridiculous I've never seen to do on the podcast so yeah for real because um i have not watched some of these really ridiculous movies so. i know you haven't watched any of the ones for next month and i'm excited about it i'll let you guys no, know i haven't yeah jazz it's gonna be fun so all right guys there you go there's our saint patrick's day obligatory leprechaun episode and uh Peace. yeah that's gonna be the bell guys we're gonna get out of here we'll see you next time bye